Successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show and online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello everybody and welcome to the Grill Nation Show with Jason Grill. I am your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us today if you're listening on the radio on KMBZ 980 AM or if you're joining on podcast, we greatly appreciate it. On our website, grillnationshow.com, or on YouTube. We're actually all over YouTube. We have uh, all of our shows, full shows, full episodes there, as well as sneak peeks of all of our shows with our guests. Today's going to be a fun show. Um, we're getting near the end of the year, and I thought it would be really uh, appropriate to have back Andrew Bash, who is the owner of Bash & Co. Sotheby's International Realty. Their website is bashcosir.com. Put it up on the live stream here for those that are joining us on live stream. Welcome to the show, Andrew. How are you today? Jason, I'm fabulous. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be uh, with you at the end of the year here. Yeah, this year flew by, huh? It really did, didn't it? (laughs) It did. We're going to get into that in the show today. I really kind of want to break down kind of some of the highlights, some of the things that you saw in your industry some of the changes, some of the ways you pivoted. Maybe we'll get some good life lessons out of you today, which is always something that I strive for when you come on the show. So but again, nice. you're, 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 a, uh, you're an expert in this field and obviously a leader in Kansas City. So we're excited to have you back on the show. What have you been up to, man? I mean, let's just, let's just start there. Uh, quick updates from Bash & Co. Sotheby's International Real Estate as we sit here today in Andrew Bash. Well, you know, this is our second full year uh, as Bash & Co. Sotheby's International Realty. And um, we're getting ready to close out the year, and it's been quite a ride. Uh, in 2020, just as an example... Not that this matters more than anything else, but it, you asked me, you know, as it relates to Bash & Co, uh, Sotheby's International Realty. 2020, we did $166 million and we helped 328 people or families. In 2021, year to date, we're at $246 million with 457 individuals helped. So uh, this has been great. It's been a crazy year. Um, and wow. So, so say those numbers again. I mean, just so we, we can, we're, we're clear here. You said over 200 million in sales. Yeah. So we went from 166 million to 246 million in sales. And, um, transactionally, we went from 100 and 328 families to 457 families. So, and that's all in this region, correct? Yep. Yeah, that doesn't include all the business that we do outside of the state, which is, I think we have probably somewhere around 40 uh, referrals in and out in different parts of um, the country. So we really let's, are. Uh, let's, let's, let's talk about that, too. We'll get to that in a second. But I just yeah. want to point out that I'm interested to know kind of how you guys grew so much, obviously, from year to year. But then I would like to point out that I, I, I was out in one of those other areas this weekend. Uh, last weekend in Arizona and Scottsdale, 
And I saw the bash. I saw the excuse me, the Sotheby's International Realty sign uh, over uh, by Pinnacle Peak and True North Golf Course and Greyhawk in that area of Scottsdale, beautiful area. And I immediately thought, if I wanted to buy a place here, could I work with Andrew Bash, my good friend in Kansas City, to make this happen? Yes, and, you could. Okay. I mean, we're the only company in the world that truly considers itself a global real estate brand. And um, I can guarantee that you would not have taken a picture if I was with Remax. You wouldn't have taken a picture if I. <laughs> I, was I did take that Eagles. picture. I forgot to text it to you, but I, I was going to. So I knew. Yeah, but I get pictures texted to me all the time from clients that are like, "Oh, I'm out here. Look at the sign I saw." Because it's such an incredible, transformative, amazing brand, and it's so recognizable, and that is uh, a large reason why I was interested in bringing the brand to Kansas City so that uh, the people that live here had an opportunity to have that level of service and experience. Andrew Bash, Bash & Co. Sotheby's International Realty. You, you talked about kind of the growth numbers and the amount of people that you were able to help in 2021. How did you accomplish that internally um, in your own in your own office and business? Um, I would say that the reason that we... Uh, accomplished it primarily is the people that are attracted to the culture that we're creating and the experiences that we're delivering both to our agents, our partner, like, I don't really like calling people agents, I, I call them partners, uh, and therefore, in turn, to our clients and the people that we work with outside. Mm-hmm. We really look at real estate so differently than anyone else that's doing this, and um, I think it's the it's the future of, of our industry is about experiences delivered upon and making sure people are seen and heard and acknowledged and delivering on an experience about home, not just geographical house, which has always been a passion for me, even when I had the pink signs. But now taking that culture, um, attracting the kind of agents that really want to deliver amazing experiences to their clients that don't think transactionally, uh, it changes everything. Mm-hmm. It does for sure. Um, Andrew, so internally though, as far as the amount of folks, I mean, how much did you all have to grow to? to I mean, that that's a huge leap. I mean, um, I'm actually, for the year end, I'll be, um, I'll be about, uh, we'll be at about 26 people here total. Wow. Which is a lot considering when I met you under your other brand, you had what, three to four, maybe five? Yeah, like I think five of which all of those folks are no longer with me with the exception of a couple. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's a lot of change for you in your life as well. Um, it's a lot of change. How, how, how mean, have you adjusted to that going from a really small boutique practice to now one that's doing over $240 million in sales? Well... Um, I haven't done it. I've um, we've done it, and um, Ashley and Lane and Kara and Mackenzie, who are part of the marketing and the back office, are really the the key to the success. Um, I would. Um, you got a great team. I have a great team, and uh, Julie Leonhart, who was the uh, chief operating officer for the entire brand. Uh, 
in the global brand for three years, uh, recently relocated to Kansas City and is now working with us as our chief growth officer, which is just an incredible addition. And we got really lucky to be able to have her be a part of this. Um, yeah, it's, really it, it truly is transformational when you start throwing out numbers of people and houses, especially with how competitive your world is. Um, with, you know, competition in this area, as far as, you know, people that want to be in real estate or are in real estate or know someone in real estate. I mean, for you all to grow that much and to stand out like that is pretty impressive. I think we should just keep talking about how wonderful and great we are. I really, <laughs> well, that's just the first segment, Andrew. Oh, well, we're going to, we're going yeah. to go on to some other topics here. I will tell you this. There is no one in Kansas city that, um, is doing what we are doing. And what we are doing is being very purposeful about culture very purposeful about the values that support who we believe um, we are, we need to be for our clients and Kansas City and the community. It's not just about selling homes. And um, it's exciting because the landscape has changed dramatically over the last few months. Let's talk about that after the break, Andrew. Oh, let's do that. Thanks for joining us for the Grill Nation show today. We'll be right back. to the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. I want to thank you for joining us today, whether you're listening on the radio on KMBZ, 980 AM, or if you're uh, joining us on podcast or on our website, grillnationshow.com. We also obviously are on social media. You can connect with me at Jason Grill and at Grill Nation Show. Our live stream is up on my Twitter as we speak, also on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Just search for Jason Grill. Thank you so much. Again, joined today by Andrew Bash, who is with Bash & Co. Sotheby's International Realty. Their website is bashcosir.com, bashcosir.com, bashcosir.com. Bash, Andrew, welcome back. Um, okay, so you, you were kind of teasing you know, the last few months going into 2022 uh, before you get to the last few months, kind of talk to us about 2021 as a whole. Did you expect to happen what happened with residential real estate this year? And and then kind of get to that last two months topic as well. Well, I knew the year was going to be um, insane. I didn't know it would be, I didn't know the pricing would change to the, as drastic as it has. In a upward movement? Yeah, pri- the average sales price in Canada has moved 12.2% in a year. So Can you say that again? 12.2%? Yeah, as of no, end of November, 12.2% year over year. Wow. So about 266, 268 was the average sales price in 2020. And we're hovering around 303 ish, 304 for um, 2021. Another interesting little uh, side note is this, and this one's crazy. So Jason, how many houses do you think sold over, how many properties, the total properties sold over $2 million in the, in the Kansas City um, area in 2020? Good question. I'm going to go low here. I'll say maybe 20, 15 to 20. Ooh, not bad. 29, 29. Okay. I thought 25 would be a little high, but I I went with a little, 29 is a big number. So this is one of my favorite stats of what's happening in Kansas City. 
in the market. And 2020, there were 29 houses or 29 properties. Some of them were not, they could have been land or they could have been condos or what have you. But in the MLS, there were 29 home, 29 properties over $2 million that, that closed. Now, 2021 closed and pending year to date. How many do you think that are actually recorded? Sometimes things sell off market as well, but how many do you think? For 2021, how many sold over two million in Kansas City region? This, yeah, this, this year, um, let's let's do 40. 85. Wow. So we went from 29 to 2020 to 85 this year. 85 properties over two million dollars, which points to the the market, the luxury market in particular, has just gone insane. Um. Is that because we see more people wanting to to buy here from out of town or people moving back because of COVID and getting a better deal? I mean, there's a lot of factors, I know, but that's a that's like a I mean, I frankly, I didn't know you could find 89 houses for over two million in Kansas City. Well, you know, you can when you look at the entire area. Yeah, right? that true. includes all counties, everything that's part of the Heartland MLS. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it still is a mind blowing number to go from 30, basically 30 to 85. Yeah. Uh, again, there'd be more than that that were, I know we sold a few over $2 million off market ourselves. Uh, I think it points to the fact that there's a lot of money, um, moving into Kansas city, a ton of investment dollars are moving into Kansas city. And it also points to, um, there's a lot of people locally that are doing really well and um, are taking advantage of the low. I mean, a lot of these properties end up being cash, but some of them are do end up with notes on them. But, you know, the low interest rates, the ability to um, it's just it's truly mind blowing. You'll price something and think it's worth X and then you'll get offers well above that, even in the in the fall, late fall, early winter market right now, you're still seeing it happen. Mm-hmm. That's a question I have then. So, you know, coming up with pricing obviously is unique now. Uh, we are entering, well, it's been warm, obviously, but, you know, January and February, usually you're down. It's month, warm? Right? Do you think this is warm? December, what are we at? The... Uh, well, if, if you come from, if you come from the West Coast, you're freezing right now, but for us, you feel good. Um, I saying the weather is crazy. I know. So that obviously helps your industry, I would assume. It hasn't snowed yet. So showings are easier. People are still listing their homes. There's a huge demand. Those are all good things as we move into 2022. Uh, were there any negatives, you think, this year? Or things that you didn't weren't excited about? Not about your business, but in the, in the market as a whole, as real estate as a whole. I mean, it's not all perfect, is it? Or maybe it is. I don't think I don't anything's know. perfect, is it? No. No. Um, it's really hard to uh, help buyers find properties, and it's so competitive, and they're having to be like, you know, wave appraisal, wave inspections, pay fifty or five, ten percent over asking. I mean, it's it's a it's a challenging market to try to help people, and you know, you don't know it's gonna have legs and last forever it's a potentially another bubble perhaps i don't know i mean yeah so when you talk talk about listing a property you know in the past 
not, you know, you, you got to market it, you got to share it. And you guys do a great job on your Instagram and Facebook of doing that. But for instance, I, there is a house in my neighborhood that I, I messaged you about and I, I went to look at it. I think the next day after I saw your Instagram post and you know, it was like a, it was like a school drop off, man. I was, I, I, I drove down the street, I stopped and then I did a circle, look at it again, you know, the second look. And there was probably two to three cars doing the exact same thing I was on a Saturday morning. I mean, it's just crazy. I'd never seen anything like it. Yeah, it's funny. You know, I'm sitting here. I'm thinking about all the homes. Like uh, any any appropriately priced house should sell right now. And then, you know, the thing that's always difficult. It, the it's just uh, it's hard because there's that there's people that do this that I don't feel are full time agents that can look like they know what they're doing right now. Uh, if they live out and they are unable to um, protect their sellers at the same level as uh, like we are, for instance, just because they're not going to meet the appraisal, they're not going to negotiate inspections the way that um, honors and represents their seller. They're they're just kind of doing it and they, they really don't have any idea what they're doing. So that's always difficult to have um, the people in the industry that um, candidly shouldn't be in the industry. And there's lots of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would say the most difficult thing always is uh, in real estate, unrealistic sellers, unrealistic buyers, and unrealistic agents. If we could eliminate those three things, everything would be perfect utopian <laughs> society. Yeah, right. I just made that up, by the way. It yeah, sounded good. I mean, um, did you like that? I did. Sound bite? So, yeah. so how are you guys adjusting in this year? I mean, you, you mentioned all these things that are happening, but, you know, as a firm, how are you? How are you adjusting to the changes in the market um, when you have something that could sell overnight for for cash off the market? I mean, it seems like I mean you've obviously lived through one of these before um, in 2008, the other side of it, right? And then early 2000s, I think you were you were working then. When I've been doing this since uh, 2001, I think 2000, yeah. 2000, 2001. So I've been doing it almost 22 years. Yeah. So. I mean, you know, what we're doing is we're handling it the same way we would in any market because there's always the potential that you're going to leave money on the table if you don't do everything that you can to front load, get the house ready at, at the highest level to attract the most highest number of buyers uh, and get a, a bidding war going on. And, you know, there's always that place in pricing where you don't want to overprice something especially in a market where you could maybe potentially price it a little bit lower and then have more people bid on it, which, you know, if you have two offers on a property versus if you have 10 offers on a property, it's a very different experience. Mm-hmm. So um, it's, it's been, uh, it's been fascinating. Uh, yeah. I, uh, let's look at this from a buyer's perspective. Um I have a house that you sold me or that, that you found for me, your business. Let's say I want to sell it and look. I mean, talk to me about the buyer's perspective because I feel like that's overlooked a lot in the whole real estate. Well, the buyer perspective is you need someone who's willing to try to find you something off market that you're not going to be in competition on. You need to have representation that knows how to communicate with the selling agent to position you in the best light. Um, and you need to have someone who really understands the market and knows all the players in the market. Uh, 
and you need to have someone who has your best interest in mind. So if you are moving from California to your job and you think you're probably going to go back, uh, do you buy or do you rent? Now, you know, the typical real estate person is going to tell you, like, just buy. It's going to be great. I would tell you to consider renting. Um, if you're going to be in a house for 10 years, well, then maybe you can write for an extra $20,000 over asking. Because at the end of the day, what difference does it make if you're going to be there for 10 years? So I believe that the most important thing for buyers is the same thing that is important for sellers. And that is having representation that cares more about what you want to accomplish, not just selling you or, um, or transacting. Mm-hmm. So it's the same. Well form. said. Well said. I'm, uh, I'm intrigued, Andrew. I'm intrigued by all these, these things that we're talking about today. I, Here's this a question much, right now. How much time do we have left? Well, we're going to break right now. Okay, so I'm going to try back. to do more extended podcasts in the future so we can talk yeah, longer. You should. You're listening to The Grill Nation, Sean, with Andrew Bash, the owner of Bash & Co. Sotheby's International Realty. We will be right back. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show with Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us again for the show today. Uh, we're all over the internet. We're on podcast, radio, also on uh, YouTube and at grillnationshow.com. Andrew Bash is with us, the owner of Bash & Co. Sotheby's International Real Estate, or Realty, excuse me. Their website is bashcosir.com, a great website. They have all their listings up there, and obviously because uh, Sotheby's International Realty is a uh, established international brand. If you go anywhere in this great country or other countries, you will see the sign, uh, the blue Navy sign uh, everywhere you go, and they can help you out of market as well. Um, we were talking about kind of 2021 and moving forward into 2022. And Andrew, you were about to mention something on um, on we were closing up the buyer's conversation. Yeah, so you know... Um how much I enjoy asking you questions on your podcast because you don't like to answer questions. So let's answer, let's try the exercise anyway. Okay. So Jason Grill, tell me, how do you define home? Well, I always, I always want it to be a place that I like to hang out at and be in. Um, I find Mm -hmm. that as soon as you start looking at other things, you start to think about updating your home too much and uh, you're constantly trying to evolve. But I think of it somewhere as I, I'm proud of, I like to stay in, I like to, maintain i like to update i like to have things that happen there um part of you know major part of my life of course major part of your life tell me more about that what does that mean (laughs) you're spending most of your time here so you better like it right um especially in the last few years with uh remote work and other things so okay um but i think there's little things that you know if you're looking you know you, you mentioned somebody moving somewhere from another place maybe you're looking to rent somewhere or buy somewhere in another state that you can visit. Um, those are types of things that I need an expert to help me with because um, I don't know the markets. I don't know other markets. I don't know the, the, those types of things. So 
So let me challenge you on something. One of my favorite things to see with your posts have to do with all the different trips you take with your dad mm -hmm. and your and your parents. Like, I need to do more of those, Andrew. Well, but every time I see one, it, it makes me smile. Yeah. And I would challenge you that part of your definition of home has less to do with where you live and more to do with care about who you are. Okay. And um, your relationship with your parents, you in particular, truly is a part of how you define home. Regardless if you guys all live together, they, they matter and you hold them in your heart for sure. I haven't told forever. you yet, Andrew. I'm living with my parents right now, 42. Have I not told you that? No, did they move in with you? <laughs> no, they didn't. Okay. But, but, uh, but I see your point. And one, well, of, my my goals for, one of my goals for 2022 is is to have more of those experiences, you know, inside, outside of Kansas City. But you're right. I like the way you spun that and made that. Well, the so for us, you know, whether it be uh, your grandkids being closer to them, whether it be you're going through a divorce, whether you recently got married, whether you got to move school districts because your kid needs um, a different kind of um, – specialty for helping them get through whatever it is there's always something that has very little to do with the four walls and the roof that represent a house and this company that we as a group and i i mean that when i say it's we it's not mine it's ours um we're creating a company that is focused on um how to unlock home for each one of our clients and each one of our clients has a different definition of home mm -hmm. and um our why, don't you, industry, why don't you give us a couple quick just quick uh examples of that or maybe just one a success story in 2021 you, you talk about these different types of clients we talked about the two million dollar homes you also talked about the median price is over three hundred thousand now um, I know you're active in my neighborhood. You're also been active in the Northland. Um, my favorite story when you ask me that question is um, I have a client that we started a conversation seven months ago about them possibly relocating. They wanted to try a different uh, lifestyle and more of a resort community. Um, he has the ability to work anywhere. And they came in the office, I don't know, probably three times, four times after we originally had our first meeting about selling their home. And I spent more time uh, helping them get on the same page about this kind of possible move and what it meant for their family uh, than I did just talking about selling their house. And they had to, they didn't have to, but we asked them to move out of their house because his contract ends in June. They're, we're helping them find a house in a different part of the country. They moved out of their house into a two-bedroom rental with multiple kids. And um, they let us paint some of the rooms in their house. And they let us stage their home. And we sold that house in multiple offers, over a million dollars. And it probably would not have been able to fetch that kind of money if we were showing it with them in the home. So that's a perfect example of like taking the time to actually ask questions and find out what matters to our clients and then deliver upon what they're looking for, as opposed to like, hey, let's just put your house on the market with all of your stuff in here and sell it, which is what the most, I, I really do believe most people who do what we do, that's how they operate. They don't look at it. They don't look at it from a holistic approach. They look at it from a transactional approach and um, it, the culture of Fashion Coast Sotheby's International Realty <laughs> being paired with the world's greatest real estate brand 
Sotheby's International Realty is truly something that no one else can touch in our marketplace. And we're super excited about where we're positioned and where we're headed. You know, there's lots of people that I interviewed um, to come on board with our company. They just weren't a fit because they are way too egocentric. And I believe that our society as a whole is in the midst of moving towards how do we serve one another instead of just serving ourselves? And I know I like what that. both feel like. So I like the one that we're working on now, which is much more we-centric as it relates to us uh, as individuals inside this company uh, and how we operate. We-centric versus me-centric is truly a real thing. And um, this industry is going to demand that of each and every one of us that does this as a professional career. Um, or you're going to be out of business because between technology and um, the ability to, to just not have to pay for services, um, it's going to change the dynamic. In the yeah. Next and, months. And, you know, moving into 2022, if the market continues to accelerate, um, you're right. I mean, I you made a great point on that story because a lot of times in these situations, you know, you don't have much time. Let's, for instance, say you're looking to buy a house. You get it. You have your other house. You got to figure out what the heck you're going to do with that. Maybe you have the same realtor who knows someone, like you said, that knows something off market that could come in and the person saves a little money. But the point is, is that a lot of these things, you know, are so fast that you don't have the proper planning time. But you're saying, hey, we help you with that. If you if you really want to know how to, you know, have the, the top experts help you, you can do that with with our company. Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, Andrew Bash is with us, owner of Bash & Co. Sotheby's International Realty, website bashcosir.com. Um, as we go into 2022, Andrew, you kind of alluded to this and kind of your WeCentric approach. Uh, what are you ex most excited about, um, both personally and professionally, as we move into 2022? Well, uh, I'm most excited about um, Courtney Oscar. Aubrey and Pop Dash. That is always bringing me more excitement than anything. My family is definitely my definition of home. Getting to spend time with them, finding ways to continue to have uh, incredible conversations with. Uh, I just my three kids are they're my everything, and they're hilarious, and they're becoming small. How, how old are they people. now? I mean, they're like teenagers now, right? Yeah. So Oscar's 15, Augie's 14 and Poppy is 11. Wow. And they're just, they're amazing. That's so, awesome. And my wife is also amazing. That's why they're amazing. I haven't they're seen her amazing. in a while, so I need to reconnect with you guys, but um, I'm sure she's doing great. I she's love it. She's doing phenomenal. I love it. Okay. So, so you got personal now. Now let's move to professional. Uh, professional's easy. It's uh, continue to create uh, and hone this culture and create a place where agents. Uh, I hate when I say that. Where we got to think agents, of a better name. We got to think of a better well, name. Where agents can find a place where they're partners and business owners and that we can support them and help them become better versions of themselves. I really look at this whole industry and the idea at home as. Um, as individuals, if we're able to connect with our own truth and who we are and how we're operating, we then create a whole new um, 
a whole new uh, way of doing this industry. And it's my everything. I, I know from my own journey and my own transformation um, how different I am than I was from a, multiple years ago. Um, as you know about the bullying and the operated, um, obviously now I can still operate that way in an unskillful manner. It doesn't look as ugly as it did when I was 17. But um, I really believe that each one of us, as we move along our journey, if we're interested in trying to be better versions of ourselves, we get to create amazing experiences for others. Before we go to break, Andrew, I have a quick question. If you weren't in real estate, what would you be doing? Oh, who knows? In real estate. <laughs> you, yeah, I'd love, to, I'd love to pick that question out of you sometime and go deeper into that because, I don't know, I feel like you I'm not in, to... but I just want to make sure that I You're definitely you a people I'm not person. In, I'm not in real estate. That's not what I do. Right. You're in the business of helping people find home. Yeah. Yeah. You would definitely be in the people business if you weren't in real estate or what you, you'd like to call it. And, and help no, I'd probably be an engineer at Burns and Mac and I would have been fired after eight seconds because they'd be like, how did you get in here? That's probably <laughs> Andrew Bash is our guest, owner of Bash & Co. Sotheby's International Realty. We have a segment left on the show. We'll be right back after the break. Thanks for joining us on today's Real Nation show. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. Thank you for joining us again today. I appreciate it. Uh, we're joined by Andrew Bash, who's the owner of Bash & Co. Sotheby's International Realty. Their website is bashcosir.com. Great website, great organization. We've talked about a lot of topics today, you know, Andrew. And as we close out on our final segment, uh, let's break down a few more. You're always really good about uh, business and life lessons. Yeah, uh, read that I'm, comment from Jim. Let's talk oh, about yeah, that. Oh, yeah, you want to start with that. Okay, so Jim Heater, yeah. former uh, president of the uh, and head of the uh, Greater Kansas City Chamber of Commerce and obviously an attorney and, and just a, a well-known guy, commented, and I'll bring it up on the screen if you're watching us. If you're listening, I'll read it to you. Um, Jim Heater obviously compliments the program and Andrew Bash, and he got to know your father, a great businessman and civic leader. Uh, he knew you when you started in real estate and, uh, he's enjoyed the show today and watching it here on our live stream and, and uh, listening as well. What are your comments on that, Andrew? Well, um, it kind of falls in line with the, the concept of home again. Uh, I love, love, love my, uh, dad and my mom, of course, also, but, um, my father passed away in 2013 and, I ever I get one of these, my day away every now know he's watching me, um, and I've had a lot of these of late. Um, one was a story from a uh, woman the other day that talked about how he helped one of his clients when he was in the money management business get back from uh, Paris after a heart attack out there. And, uh, you know, my dad was involved with the Salvation Army. He did a lot of civic stuff and... Uh, he was um, he was a special dude, and yeah. um, I missed him. And I would say that how this plays into um, I think we all think linear way too often, 
And um, I've had lots of experiences with the old man showing up in the weirdest and oddest ways to let me know that he's still hanging around here, uh, patting me on the back when I, something goes well. And it's fun. I really love my life and the way that things unfold. And I'm grateful for Jim Heater, who I know um, in a number of different capacities. We, we need to uh, we need to go visit Jim Heater. We need it. Well, we need, when he's in town next time, when you should get together with him for coffee or something. Because, well, I'm, I'm, maybe I'll go see him next week. I'm going to reach out to him after we hang up. I'll, yes. I'll out, you'll go out, you'll, oh, you'll go so, out there. Well, look what the Grill Nation yeah. show does. We're bringing, bringing people back together. Andrew, um, great, great information. I, I thought your, uh, your comment about linear was interesting there and how you know we, we don't always have to grow that way yeah we just we we is uh we think way more limitedly than we should and i think that's the other thing about this company and about me is um i strive to work with an abundance mindset which means there's plenty for everybody mm-hmm. uh and that's how growth uh happens uh i don't always do it um but i try and i think an abundance mindset also allows for not not assuming that you know everything and coming from a place of curiosity to find out more and to strive for being of service to others. So mm-hmm. I love it. Andrew Bash is with us. Well, let's just briefly again talk about what we predict in 2022. Or you know, you mentioned you know the 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 market is just exploding in Kansas City. I'm, I know it is exploding in other cities as well. It's not just us. In 2020, it was like okay, it's going to, you know, with COVID, everything's going to go down. And then, you know, like in New York and other major markets, it's now like exploding as well in 2021. So the, the sh- it was very short term as far as like the, the downfall there. Sure. Um, and now we're going into 2022, obviously. I mean, you, you can't predict the future, but it sounds, it seems like Kansas City is, is going to continue to excel as a market that people want to live in. Uh, yeah. So we just recently sold a new executive to Kansas city. Um, and he and his wife are having so much fun here and they love it and everything that they, every time they do something new, they're like, Oh my God, this reminds me of such and such in LA or our city has become so much more interesting and progressive than it was when I moved here in 2000, 2001. And I think we're going to continue to see growth. I think we're going to continue to have, uh, Lots of people uh, consider moving here because they are able to work remotely. And I, you know, is this going to slow down? Is a, are the prices going to come down? I don't know. I mean, I, I wouldn't try to time it, that's for sure. But I would say that um, people are going to continue to have to figure out what they're going to do for shelter. And um, there are going to be agents that focus on the, the piece of where do you want to live? And there will there will be us who are just immensely passionate about focusing on what you need to be um, connected to your definition of home. And it is an exciting and amazing journey and it's organic and it's not overnight, but it's happening and I'm really excited about it. So that's my prediction. You mentioned Kansas city growing and and becoming a place like your, your, your new executive reminded them of uh, some of their favorite places in big cities um, what is one of your favorite new places in Kansas City to go to dinner or to hang out at from 2021? Uh, well, I don't know if it's new, but I always like going to the restaurant at 1900. Um, I think that's probably one of the best restaurants in Kansas City. I've been to Town & Company a few times. I think that's great. I think that the people want to know, Andrew, like what do you like to do when you're free time, when you're not you know, at meetings all day and, and talking to people? 
Uh, I like to hang out with my family. That's what I'd rather <laughs> do than anything else. Cause I have three really, really interesting, funny, funny, funny kids. And, uh, like my wife is probably, um, although I end up being the butt of some of her jokes, they're really funny and <laughs> she's hilarious. So we have a lot of fun, the five of us, like, um, I mean, other people may not find me funny, but I do believe that the five of us are all five of us are funny and pretty interesting to hang around with. So that's my favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. My favorite what kind of, day. What kind of, of things like you mentioned, you mentioned you're going out. Okay, go ahead. I just want to tell you my birthday. We went to Westport Cafe, which I also think is amazing. Just the five of us. And it was definitely one of the highlights of my year getting to hang out with my, my five on the hand. Yeah, right. Time yeah. flies, man. I, I remember when you were with your kids at the World Series, man. That seems like just yesterday, and they were little. Yeah, that was uh, just seven Augie. years ago. Six well, or seven no, years we, ago. the whole family went to the World Series in town, but then Augie and I went to New York. Yeah, it's he's amazing, fourteen man. now and realizes that when he came out of the after he won, he's like, "Where will we go next year for the World Series?" I was like, "It's not like that, brother." So. <laughs> you know, our kid, the kids of these this generation are spoiled with the Royals and the Chiefs' success. Uh, the last, you know, seven to eight years. Yeah. Uh, in KC, of course, it's uh, it's a good. They don't know what it was to like get... to have Mike Livingston as your quarterback. <laughs> uh, there was a, there was some winners over the years. I'm still partial to the uh, to the Steve. You don't even know who Mike Livingston it was, do you? I do. I remember him. Uh, okay, because you're young. You're like a baby compared to me. <laughs> Andrew, I am uh, I'm so excited to see you again. You mentioned you're taking a trip out of Kansas City. Where, where do you like to go with your family and spend time with them? You said Colorado. I like to go to Colorado. You know, I went to. Africa Are you guys last you year. guys ski you guys ski together? Family ski. Yeah, yeah. They don't get up early enough, which is frustrating to me. But I, I'm working through it. I love it. So and Andrew Bash Bash and Co Sotheby's International Realty Bash C O S I R dot com. Um, on the internet, they have a great team. Uh, I've gotten a chance to, to get to know some of them over the years and obviously know Andrew and they will take care of you and help you. And, and, and it's, it's, it's just not a transactional thing with them. Um, and that's exciting. And I'm excited to see kind of what transpires here as we go through 2022. And, you know, Andrew, at some point I'm going to have to probably going to have to list my house if I ever want to, and then have you find one of those good ones off market for me. Um, we can talk. Right. I'll let you stage my house, Andrew. I promise. You don't need to stage your house. It's perfect. You, your <laughs> house is amazing. Everything you've done is incredible. It's one of my favorite houses. <laughs> well, I can't wait to see you again. Uh, I want to thank all the listeners for joining us as well. You've been listening to the Grill Nation show. Andrew Bash, uh, thank you as well. Thanks, Jason. We'll see you again next week, everybody. Take care and have a great day.